Today, let's talk about forking governance in a really interesting scenario that is currently playing out with the Zero X project, which is one of the most well-respected crypto projects, or at least in the Ethereum ecosystem around, and one of their relayers called DDEX or Hydro. So let's hop into that and more. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Crypto Bobby. Hope you are having a great day, great night, wherever you are watching or listening in from. And yeah, today, I think there is a really interesting unique scenario, something where a situation that is often talked about in the crypto space, uh, theoretically is actually playing out in real time. And that's forking uh, a protocol outside of Bitcoin, something that has a good amount of value, something that somebody's kind of built a business based upon, uh, and really provided concrete feedback as to why they're doing that. So I think a very interesting scenario. Before we get into that, though, I will be going live for crypto happy hour tonight it's monday so i'll be going live 6 p.m eastern time if you'd like to join for that would love to see you there we'll talk about this uh all your questions and a lot more for crypto happy hour at 6 p.m i'll have a link below in the youtube description as well as in the podcast description if you'd like to join for that so let's get into it so if by any chance you are not familiar with zero x zero x as i said before is probably one of the most well-respected projects in at least the Ethereum ecosystem when it comes to building really cool, interesting technology. Uh, Zero X project builds a protocol for decentralized exchange. And they uh, have a token, the Zero X token, which is probably why most people are familiar or aware about the Zero X project because it is a quite popular token in terms of just overall speculation and it holds a good amount of value as well. But Zero X, builds a protocol for decentralized exchanges. And then there are companies or individuals that build on top of the zero X protocol that are called relayers. And essentially what these relayers are, are decentralized exchanges, or probably more accurately described as non custodial exchanges. Uh, these relayers are taking the technology that zero X has built zero X is doing a lot of the legwork to create this technology that allows somebody to create a decentralized exchange or a non-custodial exchange where um, you know people can can trade back and forth without having to put their crypto on an exchange like Binance or Coinbase or anything like that. And they could simply pop in MetaMask or Ledger or Treasure and trade like that. And ZeroX is building a tech that allows these relayers to do so. Some of the more popular ones, you have Radar Relay, which is based in the United States. You have Paradex, which was acquired by Coinbase. And you have one that is called DDEX. And DDEX is actually the highest volume zero X relayer. And because DDEX is the highest volume relayer, there has been somewhat of not necessarily a spotlight, but they definitely have been uh, kind of an eye has been kept on what DDEX has been doing. And recently, as early as last week, uh, they posted a blog post and apologies for not getting this out sooner. This happened last week, uh, later last week, actually, and I went skiing this weekend. So I was a little bit lazy and didn't do too much. Uh, but DDEX posted a blog post entitled why we are forking zero X. And one of the things that I thought was even funny off the top was a lot of people actually didn't read the blog post that DDEX put out. And they looked at what uh, the title was and they thought the zero X project that themselves was like forking off and doing something crazy. Um, and they didn't even read things. So there was all this type of like crazy FUD that was pretty silly and pretty stupid if you actually went about reading the blog post. But DDEX came out with this blog post and it is really, really insightful uh, and also pretty interesting. And there's a number of different reasons why. And to put this into context of why this is important to 
one of the big things that ZeroX has been doing uh, is making a push into governance. And a lot of people in the crypto landscape uh, have been talking about governance recently as something that might be valuable. Uh, if you can govern a, if you can govern a network, if you can govern a token, or if you can govern uh, some type of protocol with a token, that could add value to that token. Because if the network or if the protocol has value, you're going to want to say in governing that. So initially, when the zero X white paper came out, they did a token sale. They had the zero X token. The token was primarily used for. Uh, for paying fees to relayers and for fee collection, essentially. Uh, and it was optional though. So it was not necessarily enforced. Some of the relayers, actually a good amount of the relayers do not take fees by ZRX. They, some don't even take fees at all on their decentralized exchange. So ZRX has been looking at, hey, we have this you know, very valuable network. There are uh, companies, there are multiple relayers out there that are building on top of our protocol wouldn't it be nice if the token essentially captured value as well by allowing these relayers and other people who have uh, their businesses built on this network by giving them a say in what we do as a project? Because ZeroX itself has a core team of developers that are you know, developing this platform, developing this protocol to allow for you know to allow for companies like Radar Relay or Paradex or DDEX or a number of other players in the space, also NFT, non-fungible token projects, things like that, to allow them to leverage the ZeroX technology. Now, the interesting thing with governance, at least in the case of ZeroX and many of these other projects, is that it is not yet implemented and it is mostly a hypothetical kind of thought process and exercise and academic exercise. So as we're thinking about governance, there are a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in the community for these specific projects are saying, okay, you know, this, this token is going to allow somebody to have access to uh, a say in the network and to allow them to uh, essentially kind of dictate the direction in which the core team is, is building solutions. And that sounds fantastic in theory until what happened later last week with, with DDEX came out. And we'll get into why. So DDEX came out with the blog post and started off somewhat as you might expect, complimenting the ZeroX team on the technology that they built, the way that they built it. Because quite frankly, DDEX has built their company and their brand essentially on top of ZeroX's technology. So they really should be thankful. And then they get into some issues as far as what they don't like. And that specifically is the fact that zero X is expanding outside of just core decentralized exchange or, uh, you know, kind of core functions that are important to a relayer who might be running an order book, such as what DDEX does or what radar relay does zero X has been doing a lot of interesting work. Like I said before on non fungible tokens, uh, as well as they have an instant trade widget that they just released uh, on governance, a number of other aspects of the protocol outside of what DDEX deems to be core technology. And because of that, DDEX decided, hey, this is open source tech. And we think that the zero X team is concentrating on areas in which they do not add value to what we're doing. Uh, and we as an organization think that we can take what's already been built by the zero X team. We've already leveraged it to, you know, to get to the point in which we are right now. We think that we can take what they have fork that code, essentially take that part of the code repository that they like, and then continue building onto their merry way. And that's exactly what they're going to be doing, which is really interesting because 
DDEX essentially took the Xerox code and the work that the Xerox project team put into place and have built their, built their company to get to a uh, kind of a self-sustaining mass. And then from there, they are saying, okay, you know, now that we're, we've gotten to the point in which we're off the ground, you know, the airplane's in the air, we're ready to roll. Now we don't necessarily like the pilot and we're going to throw the pilot out the plane and then we're going to take over and, and fly it ourselves. And that's essentially what's happening with this fork scenario. Now, there were a couple other things that they had mentioned specifically too, as far as not really liking the construct of the Z ZRX token and how it's utilized within within the crypto or within the ZRX ecosystem. One alternative or one kind of rebuttal to that too, uh, and there's a good blog post on this, I believe it's from Trenton Van Epps, and so I will post it below. He dives into this in a lot of detail that I would highly recommend if you're interested in the subject reading about, but Trenton dives into the fact that uh, DDEX has a company up top, essentially, that is uh, Hydro, and they have what is called the HOT token or the HOT token. Uh, this is something that maybe you don't like the 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 construct of or, or DDEX does not necessarily like the, the construct of the ZRX token. They also have their own tokens. They also have their own incentives to uh, protect potentially utilize that more in their own ecosystem. Also to that point, the HOT token has not kept up its value uh, since the, I believe the token sale was in January of 2018, not kept up its value as well as something like the ZRX token has. So something and food for thought as far as just overall DDEX having a little bit maybe of a, a maybe of, of a misaligned incentive because they also have their own token and they're not just building their own they're not just building kind of a standard business like Rita Relay does not have their own token. Uh, they are also one of the larger relayers out there, but Radar Relay is an equity-driven uh, business. They've raised capital in the traditional manner through seed in the Series A, etc. They don't have their own token, uh, and they're still running on 0x the way it is, at least for now. So just generally speaking, why do I think that this scenario is interesting? You have the, zero, the 0x team, and I, every time, for whatever reason, 0x and ZRX, it just like blows my mind and I can't even speak English, but you have the 0x team building really cool, really well-respected technology and essentially providing companies or organizations like DDEX and Hydro the opportunity to, like I said, get off the ground and fly their plane up to cruising altitude. And now that they're at cruising altitude, DDEX is, th is essentially throwing uh, the ZeroX team out the plane and moving on. Well, why is this important? Why is this interesting? The biggest thing now, in my mind, is, is kind of twofold. Number one, you have the the, the kind of concept of just forking this technology and you have one of the, the potential downsides here of open source tech when it comes to kind of creating value accrual within an ecosystem. Now also, this is the, the big thing is, is governance as a whole because people have recently, at least when it comes to maybe community sentiment, been providing a lot of potential value to the ZRX token not the Xerox project, but the Xerox token itself uh, because of governance. They're saying, you know, there's all these relayers, they're, Xerox is building sweet technology, relayers are building businesses, they're gonna wanna say in the network and that's gonna be important to them. So they're gonna be willing to buy those tokens or assign value to those tokens because maybe they're not necessarily taking transaction fees or they're not necessarily taking fees based on those tokens, but they're gonna wanna at least govern the network 
because then they'll have a say in what Zero X builds and they'll be able to, to kind of direct the project and direct the team in the way in which that is most useful for the business. Well, that kind of valuation methodology essentially gets shot in the foot when you have one of the biggest, if not the biggest, by volume and also by number of trades. Uh, but one of the biggest relayers out there accounting for about 33 or about a third of uh, the network saying, okay, we don't really care about governance because we don't need governance because you open source the code and we can take the pieces of it in which we like. And then from there, we can just build exactly what we want. So the kind of the thought process of, okay, somebody's gonna, there's gonna be a, a team out there like DDEX that's going to actually buy up the, the token uh, enough so that they can kind of push forward governance in the way in which they'd like. They're at the point now where they probably have the software engineering and development resources to simply take the code that they want and move that into a direction without having to worry about governance. Now they govern their own, now they govern their own exchange. So that's where I think this is really interesting from a from a protocol level. A lot of the forks have been, uh, you know, a lot of the forks previously. We have the big, all the Bitcoin forks. We have Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin ABC, all that stuff. This is pretty interesting to me because uh, it's one of the first, maybe Ethereum type, not necessarily Ethereum forks. We obviously have Ethereum and we have Ethereum Classic, but this is a fork of somebody building a protocol on top of Ethereum. They're saying, hey, this technology is, is awesome. It's great, we can build a business on it, but we don't need you anymore, so move on your merry way. And I think it has some really cool implications as you consider things in the future. Also in terms of the valuation of some of these tokens too, if you are valuing governance in the ZRX ecosystem, uh, or the ZRX ecosystem with the ZRX token, and one of the big kind of governors of that ecosystem essentially picks up and leaves. If this was a rational market, would 33% of the value be wiped away? Or uh, you know, how, how do we know how to, to value that? And does this mean that governance isn't necessarily valuable in an open source ecosystem because somebody has the ability to literally take the parts of the code repository that they like and move on? A lot of interesting questions. Would love to hear your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, I think this was kind of a, just a, a fun thought exercise when it comes down to everything as a whole. If you are new to the channel by any chance, would love for you to hit the subscribe button and the like button helps to get this video out to as many people as possible. If you are listening on the podcast, always love to have you join as well. Thank you so much for your time. Crypto Bobby signing out. Hope you have a good one. Peace.